0: Alright, I'll do Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on Us. Mintmobile.com switch. Upfront payment of forty-five dollars equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over forty gigabytes per month face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531 Get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot bot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri Term Medical plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Hello and welcome to Wild Ginger running live. Chat, today I'm gonna be talking about gear. I've been testing loads of stuff this May and I just wanted to tell you all about it. Um, So I'm gonna start off with these Innovate Park Claws. Um, It's the Park Claw G, so that's graphene infused uh, 280. Um, There's this Montane Featherlight Windproof Jacket. Um, There's the Garmin 245 Music that I've been using for a while. Um, Oh, I'm wearing these, (laughs) the 1000 Mile Socks. Um, These are the light anklet socks. Um, There's Joss Naylor's range of clothing. This is a new range of clothing for Joss Naylor. Um, And some eco-friendly leggings from Euphoria, which I am wearing, and also a moon cup, which is in this bag. That's gonna be right at the end. So, links to all of these goodies are in the film description below. So, if you do want to support Wild Ginger Running YouTube channel, then those are the ones you want to use. Um, so that's very kind of you because it gives me just a tiny kickback at no extra cost to you, so that's great. Um, So, um, just t- whilst everybody gets on board and everybody gets the notification about the live chat having actually started, somebody rang me just beforehand, so it's a teeny bit late starting. Um, um, uh, so if you want me to do a shout out, then just type something in the live comments and I'll read it out at an opportune moment. But just while we wait for everybody to gather and get the notifications, I'm just gonna tell you a little bit about what's coming up on the Wild Ginger Running live chats. Um, because every other Wednesday evening, I'm gonna do a live chat. So next week, we've got patron Dave Leeming, who's gonna be talking to us about his ultra running adventures, including the Hardmores 55, which he's just done, Endure 24, uh, which is a 24-hour running race. Um, he's gonna be doing the Wainwrights Coast to Coast this summer as well. And he's using a stride, that's S-T-R-Y-D power meter to enhance his training. So that's really interesting. So I'm gonna be talking to him about that next Wednesday night, seven o'clock us if you can or watch later on the link that I'll provide and it's a podcast too this will be a podcast tomorrow as well just google wild ginger running in your usual podcast thingamabob and it will come up okay um then um the following Wednesday we've got the found the co-founder of Black Trail Runners Sonny Pert um so that's gonna be on the 1st of June then we've got patron Hannah Neal talking about her Montane Lakeland 100 Oh, mile Ultra Training, and that's going to be the 15th of June. Then Scottish Trail routes book author Ross Brannigan is hopefully going to join us on the 29th of June. So we've got a really nice list of people there all talking about all different kinds of adventures from all different types of background. And the reason I've got quite a few patrons on is because there was a bit of a shout out amongst the patrons for more normal people rather than elite athletes on the chat. Because obviously elite athletes, they train in a certain way, they've probably got all day to do it, they haven't got to necessarily fit it around a job. So um, there was just a shout out for normal people. So I Hopefully, I've addressed that for you. If you are a patron, you do have ideas and things, people that you want me to interview, things you want me to cover, then let me know through Patreon or through the exclusive Facebook group. And if you aren't a patron, get involved. It's uh, only five quid a week. A week! (laughs) Take that back. Only five quid a month, price of a couple of cups of coffee. If you like my content, then get on board and support the channel. Right, so the only other thing is, um, I hope you saw my film of the Manx Mountain Marathon recently. I don't know if I have a screenshot of that. Um, Yes, here it looks like this on YouTube. If you've not watched it yet, then give it a watch because I really enjoyed that. I loved going to the Isle of Man again, it was just super awesome to see all my friends there and the beautiful scenery in the Isle of Man, um, so that was really awesome um, and I really want to do the Manx Mountain Marathon 50k race in 2023 because I did it in 2013, I didn't do it this year because um, I'm only running like maximum six miles after having Finley. still, just time really and exhaustion um, but hopefully by next year I'll be up for running 50k again and. Re- really excited to see if I can beat my time from 10 years ago. That was the year that I did my Bob Graham round. So I'm not sure if I will be able to, but you never know. (sighs) might be more wise and sage with my 10 years difference. Um, so yeah. Um, so that's, uh, that if you are a patron as well, if you sign up to be a patron, you can see all my pre edits on that Manx Mountain Marathon film as well. So that's only footage that's available for, for patrons. So you can see sort of how I create a film, how it evolves over time, like and how how it changes from just a chronological set of snippets of everything that I've gathered into a more coherent film with a like a better better structure and music and everything added to it. Um, So yeah, uh, the other thing that's happening is on Saturday the 11th of June, um, it's my trail race. I organize a trail race locally. It's called the Neen Valley 10 and 20 mile trail races. It's on Saturday the 11th of June. Um, There's still some spaces left if you wanna sign up and say hi to me, because I will be there on the day. Um, There's a link in the film description below. Well, there will be. It's not at the moment, but there will be. Um, And then later this summer, I really wanna go to the UTMB. I haven't actually told Steve yet, that's my husband. So I hope that he's not watching this. I don't think he will be. But yeah, I need to broach that with him at some point uh, so that he, yeah, see how he feels about being a single parent for a few days. Cool, I'm gonna read some shout outs now and then I'm gonna start talking about this shoe here, the Innovate Park Claw G280. Right, I love the name. Uh, Peter is here. He said he saw an advert for the park law in trail running magazine. So He's interested to hear my review. Cool. I will let you know. And if you've got any questions, Peter, just fire away. Um, Phil Benet or Begnet, who knows how to pronounce this name. Um, I'm going to say Benet in a sort of a French way. He says, nice to see you, Claire. Um, that is, is nice to see you too, Phil. Um, Alex is here, Alex Dehoto, and Andrew Knox is here. Hey, Andrew, how are you? Lovely to see you. I think we met at the, the running show, did we not? Did we not win a prize on a stall? Uh, I can't remember what the brand was, it was some nutrition brand. But yeah, lovely to see you here again, Andrew. Um, great, okay, we'll type in a shout out if you want to hear your name read out. Right. On with the review. So I have been testing this. It's the Innovate Park Claw 280G. Um, there are two of them, the other ones here. Um, th- together they weigh 510 grams. So this is a, a lady's size 6.5. So that's why it weighs, the, the 280 is the weight of one shoe in, in Innovate's world. So, um, In theory, this shoe should weigh 560 grams, but that's probably for like a size eight men's or something like that. Um, I'm not sure what the weight is of their standard shoe, but this one is 510 grams for ladies um, 6.5 UK size. That's a good weight. I've just been doing, I'm going to do over the summer, I've I've got like 10, 12 trail run, road to trail running shoes in at the moment. So I'm gonna be over the summer doing a special film with all of those shoes in so that you can really see the difference between them and hopefully it'll help you choose because there's so many out there now. Um, so 510 grams is really good weight. The lightest so far that I've tested in that test has been 492 grams. That was for Arcteryx Norvan LD. And then the, um, the heaviest one was actually the, the on Cloud, um, Cloud Ultra shoe, which was 565 grams. So this is on the lighter, to, very much towards the lighter end of the scale. So that's really good. Um, so the great thing about most Innovate shoes, like all the Innovate shoes that I've tried, they're comfy straight from the box. Um, I find this one a really snug fit. So if you if you are usually a 6.5 in running shoes, this will fit you really well. I don't really advise going a half up or a half down, half size down. It really hugs you. The lacing, um, the lacing that they do is funny. This is the one that they've done and I've changed mine here. Um, so the lacing they do goes over the top um, so I found that kind of hard to pull it tight, so I changed it to the regular lacing, which just kind of goes up and through. I don't really know how to explain it, but hopefully you can see the difference between these two shoes. If I pull this one tight, maybe you'll be able to see the difference. Um, so I just find that an easier way to lace my shoes than the way that is provided. Um yeah, this is the one they've done. This is the one that I've done. I find it easier this way, um, so doesn't matter. Um, the The fit is is great. I said it's really comfy, um, but it's I, I still don't find this super wide. It's number four on Innovate's wide scale on the toe box area, and. And I I don't find it hugely, hugely wide, like it's not gonna be an ultra or anything like that, but I just feel like it, it starts to come in a little too soon for my little toe. So it would be interesting to see Innovate go for like a really wide fit shoe, I don't know about you, but I think my feet are more like triangles, they sort of go like that, rather than like that, what shoes make you do. So I'm gonna get in some ultra shoes and some topo shoes for this test as well and see how they compare. And I'll do a photo, like an aerial photo, so you can see like um, how rounded each toe box is. Um, so that was interesting. Um, The uppers are really bomb proof. Like you can see, I've run, I've probably run about 70 miles, walked and run 70 miles or so in these on trails and pavements as well, because it's a road to trail shoe. Um, And yeah, so the uppers are pretty bomb proof, um, they're very comfortable. Um, it's really comfy at the tongue here, and the heel is nice and padded, no problems there. Um, you get a nice rebound as well from, uh, in part, from, from, there's a nice midsole, um, but you, this is a bobbly, bobbly insole. Let me just pull this out and show you. This is very bobbly, like so. I really like this insole. In fact, I've been testing some other shoes and they've had ortholite insoles in and I just can't get on with them because they rub up my arch area. Whereas this is just a nice padded insole and I've been swapping this in for those shoes that have an ortholite insole. So I like that um, grip. Now, this is the main thing about the shoe, the G in the Innovate Park Claw 280G, G, G2- stands for graphene. I think it's Innovate Park Claw G280. I think that's how you're supposed to say it. Um, So this is graphene, which is, they're calling it the wonder material. It's like the world's strongest material. It's only one atom thick and it's made of carbon. So what they've done is infuse rubber with this graphene, which is super strong, super tough. And in theory, you should be able to run a thousand miles in this shoe. So I need to keep track of my mileage. But ask me in two years time to show you the shoe and show you the wear on it because I've worn it for about 70 miles now. Can you see? I don't think any of the lugs have really started to wear at all. Not really, not after 70 miles. I mean, you can see there's a bit of scuffing on some of them. I have actually worn it. But but yeah, there's. I think there's a total of 96 lugs or something crazy on this shoe. They're four millimeters in depth. Um, And they do dig into everything. They're really grippy on both wet and dry stuff, muddy stuff, slippery stuff. The only thing I do find is that they are closer together than a lot of the other shoes that I have tested in the Road to Trail Running Shoe test. Um, And so sometimes when you get cleats like this that are quite narrowly, like have quite narrow gaps between them, it can um, in certain types of mud, it can get in there and just stick in there and can be harder to get out of the shoe than really wide spaced lugs. So that's the only thing that I would say about this shoe is that, um, some, I did get a bit of mud stuck in cause I live in a place where the mud is really sticky. Um, Lincolnshire fields, um, yeah, they're really sticky. So, um, that's the only thing I can think of that it, that is a tiny downside to the shoe, but, um, but yeah, that's only in certain types of mud. Um, the ride is nice; like um, it's not the bounciest, like a, a like a Hoka shoe or a Montreal shoe, you know, like those ones with like real bouncy bounce in them. But you can feel a bit of the terrain through here, so it's good for trails as well as road. But it's comfy for roads as well. Um, it feels quite springy, and um, yeah, it's bouncy enough, I think. Um, it's one hundred and sixty pounds. I'm guessing that's because of the graphene, um, which is a new technology for everybody. Innovate worked with Manchester University to develop this technology. So that is really cool. So, and it's like the latest thing. So yes, 160 pounds personally, I think is very high for a trail running shoe. The other shoes that I've been testing, the lowest was about 115. So online you can get them like cheaper, but yeah, 160 pounds. I'd wait a bit and wait for it to go down in price. <laughs> Personally, that's what I do, but I'm a cheapskate. So, if you've got if you've got lots of money, then uh, then it's a good idea. <laughs> Give it a go. Okay. Um, oh, okay. We've got some uh, some comments here. Uh, Chris Williams says I'm gonna be knackered testing all those trainers. Yeah, I know, but because I've tested so many in my life And also because I've seen like various different incarnations of the shoe, you know, like some are just an upgrade from shoes I am familiar with um, It doesn't take me long like it just takes me a couple of runs in each shoe um, To get the can get the sort of feel of them. Um, so yes, but thank you for your concern <laughs> um, Alex says the toe plate is a real trail or thing. I know, I'd like to say that, but actually, um, you know, if you've got a pair of like Nike shoes or ASICs shoes, or is it ASICs or ASICs, or or those like genuine road running shoes, road running shoes are often quite wide in the toe box I find. So when you get a road running trail, trail version of a road running shoe, they're often also quite wide. Um, Yeah, I I don't really know, because who has a foot, like, who has a foot that goes, should I show you my foot? Like, I feel like my foot is a triangle. Like, who has a, a foot that's pointy like that? No one. If you let your foot go naturally, your little toe goes out like that. That's what I think anyway. So... I'm going to get in some ultras and I'm going to get in some topo shoes and see if they work better for me. They're just really low drop and the low drop thing doesn't always work with my plantar fasciitis. So somebody needs to custom make me a pair of shoes. <laughs> um, ah, Alex says he finds the uppers go before the soles now in any shoes with graphene in. Oh, it'd be interesting to know which, um, which shoes you've got, Alex. Um, he needs graphene in his uppers too. Yes. Well, why not? Infuse the graphene into Bl- blimmin in everything. Let's put it into our own feet. Let's eat graphene. Um uh yes, yes. Chris says he's going to have to wait because of the price of this. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure, you know, you can once when shoes are new, they're always really expensive, but then after a couple of years, you can usually find them at knockdown prices in the bargain bin. Um, oh, Andy Pye uses these, um, he's going to use them for the Snowden International race, he likes them that much. Well, wow, that's great, like, uh, I suppose, 160, you don't mind paying 160 quid for a shoe, if it's going to last you for thousands of miles, do you? So, I will, ask me in a year, next year, and I'll let you know how many miles I've managed to actually run in these, as well as 12 other shoes. Um, yeah Phil says my feet were made for outdoors. Yeah, I suppose but my my body is not made for the zero drop of outdoors, that's my problem. Oh, where is me? Get your violins out everybody. Right. Okay. Let's move on to the next review because I've already taken up 17 minutes of your precious time. Um, Right, this one shouldn't be as long because it's a nice, straightforward product. It's from Montaigne. It is the Featherlight Trail Waterproof Jacket. It is seventy-five pounds, um, which is a good price. Um, I've done wind w- windproof jackets, not waterproof windproof jacket tests before, and they range from anything from like a super cheap, like fifty quid to uh, one hundred and twenty pounds for all singing or dancing ones. Um, but this is a good value. Um, jacket from Montaigne. Can you feel that? That's It's quite matte, the fabric. It's not as shiny and rustly as some, which I like. It's always good not to rustle too much when you're running along, because after a few miles, it can really start to get annoying, can't it? Um, it's super light, it weighs 100 grams. This is the women's size medium, so I'm guessing that the men's size medium would only weigh a few grams more, like 120 perhaps. Um, It's so it's super light you can literally if you don't want to wear it You can just chuck it in your pack or even a pocket or carry it like this some have an elastic band around them Which is quite handy for sort of like holding it in your hands, but you don't have to hold it that hard That's that is a nice feature for some to have obviously adds weight This one repels water really well. I'll put it on so you can see Um, Yesterday I got caught in a massive downpour. I don't know if anybody else lives in the Midlands area, but around three o'clock-ish there was a massive downpour and the heavens opened everything came down from the sky and I got I didn't get soaked because I was wearing this and it's so new still that the DWR that's the durable water repellency was working so well that all the water droplets beaded up and rolled off so i didn't get wet at all it acted almost like a waterproof jacket the thing for anybody who's um not sure about this um waterproof jackets always have taped seams so can you see here that the seam is um it's sort of flaps around i can i can pull the seam just here Uh, If that was a waterproof jacket, it would have tape over the top of it. So that's how you know that it's windproof. So the fabric can be as waterproof as possible, but you've got stitching through it. So it makes it not actually waterproof as a jacket. So it really saved my bacon yesterday. Just gonna show you a few of the really nice features that Montaigne have got. Hopefully you can still hear me with the microphone here. Little pocket, I really like a jacket, always have a pocket. Sometimes this is scrimped on, on lightweight jackets. I really like the pocket. It's also got the zip on the other side here so that you can do it up from the other side when you've put it into the pocket. So little chest pocket zip there, thumb loops. And, brilliantly, look, I'm bending my arms, and still got room to spare. Montaigne do this really, really well. They don't um, scrimp on the length of the arms, so the thumb loops are actually usable. Um, Elastic cuffs, nice and tight. Um, So, yeah, there's not too much gapage there. There is a nice um, collar, with a little bit of a nice little fabric there just save your skin feels really nice the zip pulls are nice and long so you can really grab them with gloves no problem um there's no hood not that i know of i don't think i'm missing a hood no there's no hood i rarely use a hood on a windproof jacket um it adds weight but yeah i rarely use one sometimes i do um got ventilation just under the arms here I'm in two minds about ventilation. I just, ventilation for me is this. That's ventilation. <laughs> so, I, also when you're wearing a backpack, you can kind of cover up stuff like that. So, especially back ventilation. Um, but yeah, so, but it's, it's nice, you know, if you're just going on a run without a backpack, it does work um, because you'll be pumping with your arms in this area, so it will come out. Um, nice little reflective details here as well. Um, from the logo as well, the VIA series. That's what Montaigne call their trail running gear. And another one down here, that's on the back. There is a nice adjustable hem as well. So this fits nicely. It's it's not overly wide around the hips. If you are a size 12 lady, this is a medium, Um, but it's nice to be able to draw the bottom in as well because it just makes it super warm. Um, so that's that's the details there, UK size 12 is a medium. Um, montaigne gear I find um, comes up not like too tight, it comes up nice and roomy. I really, I really like the sizing of montaigne gear. And then there's a little hook there, so it's on the outside, not the inside, um, not sure why. So you can just hang it up like that without having to like make a, a prong mark like that over a hook. So yeah, I really like this waterproof. I'm gonna be wearing it all summer. I mean, windproof. I really like this windproof. I'm gonna be wearing it all summer and um, giving it a good old test out. Um, But yeah, a solid contender there. And it's gonna feature in next month's competition. There's gonna be um, this one and another one that I'm gonna tell you about later um, to win. So if you're a patron, you get automatically entered into that competition. So sign up now if you want a chance to win one of these. Awesome jackets. The Montane Featherlight Trail Windproof Jacket, costing seventy pounds. Wonderful. Okay, next item is something I've been wearing for a long time and keep meaning to tell you about. It's this. It's the Garmin Two Four Five Forerunner Two Four Five Music. It costs three hundred pounds. If you don't want music on it take off 90 pounds. So that's 210 pounds for those of you who like to just listen to the sound of the birds on the trail, which is definitely what I do. Okay. So this watch does do a lot of things. Okay. So it evaluates your performance stats to tell you if you're overdoing it. I actually find that really annoying. (laughs) I'm like, you don't tell me what to do, watch. You can turn it off though. So, um, yes. I advise doing that if that kind of thing annoys you. Um, It has this screen basically after you run saying how many hours you need to recover from the workout, which that is actually kind of helpful as a guide. But personally, I think you should just listen to your body. I always go, it always says, oh, 20 hours recovery. I'm like, oh, that's nice. And then I just do whatever I like. Anyway, um, so... Yeah, you can also track ground contact time and stride length, which is really useful for anybody who's diving more deeply into their technique. So that is a plus. Um, The music element on this watch, the 90 pounds extra business, that allows you to store 500 songs on the watch itself um, so that you don't have to take your phone with you um, to listen to them. Or you can use this watch to sync it to the streaming devices that you usually use on your watch and so on the watch face You can like skip tracks and stuff like that Um, Personally, I don't really listen to a ton of music on my run and if I'm running I usually take my phone mainly because I like to take photos and little films of the gear that I'm doing for Instagram and stuff so I, I don't really need the music version of this phone, but if you're the kind of person that likes to go on a run without your phone, I don't know anyone who does that for safety reasons nowadays, but maybe, actually my husband doesn't take his. Oh, I need to have a word. Um, yeah, so yeah, that just means you can link up to your headphones with the watch instead of your phone with 500 songs. Um, it says that the battery life is seven days, but that really depends what you're doing with this watch. Um, and, um, and what in the watch you've turned on or off. Cause you can turn off like certain tracking type things. So the seven days really refers to just using it as a smartwatch. So, you know, like monitoring your steps and your sleep, um, Garmin called that your body battery. You can also do women's health tracking on it, which I think is really good. And I really need to investigate this further because I've just started looking into this whole menstrual cycle t- tying it in with your training business. It never really occurred to me that that might affect you. Well, Not everybody, like, just the people who call themselves women. Like, not, no, what are we supposed to say these days? um, people with, people with menstrual cycles, I'll say that. Um, so you can use this to track the menstrual cycle or pregnancy and log symptoms. And also there's like bits of advice on there as well, like articles and stuff. So that is really cool. And I need to look into that further. So I pretty much use this watch every day for an average of like 60 minutes of some kind of movement, like strength, yoga, walking somewhere, running somewhere. And I need to charge it about every four to five days, which I think is pretty good, but it's not as good as, the Coros Apex, which I will link to just here. I tested that way back in, I don't know, pre-Covid times. And that lasted about two weeks doing exactly the same type of thing. I don't know how they do it. So if battery life is of the utmost importance to you, Coros watches are for you. But I find the advantages of Garmin are that they are so easy to use. They're really just really straightforward to use without even reading the instructions which I hate to do. Um, They're really easy to customize as well. They record absolutely everything you can think of as well as doing the basics really well. So like time, distance, pacing, GPS tracking, heart rate, really accurately. There are different sports options as well on this watch and they look good too. Like they're nice and light and not too chunky, like so. Um, So I really like the way you can customize the data screens on the actual watch itself, because on Coros you have to use the app to do that on the one I tested anyway might have changed by now. Um, And you can have your exercise favorites as well. So if I just press um, the start button there, it's got like my favorites. I need to change this because they aren't my favorites. I need bike and swim to be on there, not run, trail run and yoga. Um, So you can put your favorite exercises there. And then there's tons more that you can choose from, like if you scroll down as well. Um, Be careful with this what running downhill on trails like I have thumped down hills a fair few times now and it's set off the emergency alarm thing um <laughs> so so basically it starts counting down from like 10 and says your something this thing will be sent to your emergency contacts in five four three and I'm like no no how do I turn it off how do I turn it off and once I press yes to say, yes, send it now. And my dad and my mum messaged me immediately and were like, um, are you having an emergency? And I was like, I'm really sorry, I'm just testing a watch. <laughs> so, so, yeah, cry wolf too many times. Um, yeah, so, um, so every time I think I might turn it off, I kind of think, oh no, there'd be this one time when it would actually be useful. So I haven't turned it off. Um, sometimes it does it if your watch can't connect with your phone as well. So sometimes if I go in a place where there's no signal, that can set it off too. So if you're regularly running in really remote places, it might it might not work for you. Also, one slight downside is this button, the start stop button is really easy to press. If you're taking a jacket on and off, or just or, or putting your arm back to put into your running pack um, shoulder strap, it can turn it off and that's really annoying. So you do just have to, when you do manoeuvres like that, then do check that the watch is still running. It would be nice if you could tell whether the watch was running or not when when it's in all its face modes, Like, because you can have it on just telling the time mode. So it'd be nice if it had like a little play button here to say that it was running, because sometimes I have to press the stop and start just to see whether it's on or off, because I, I can't remember if it is or not. The other thing I really want a watch to do, I don't know if any watch actually does this, but. I, I often do multi activities in one session. I don't even know how Strava would cope with that actually, but I sometimes wanna record, for example, that I cycled to the start of a local trail run, did a run like a loop and then cycled back. I, I just wanna record everything on Strava or that I like ran to the swimming pool and then ran or, and then, and did lengths or ran to an outdoor swimming spot and swam up and down for a bit. So I will look into a watch that can do that for me, but I don't really know how Strava would cope with that. I think it would have to log it as two separate activities with a bit of space of time in between for the transport type one. So yeah. So that is interesting. Okay. So, um, Chris says he really likes montane gear. Cool. Yeah, I like it too. It's really reasonably priced, isn't it? It just does what it says on the tin. It's really good gear. Anyway, uh, King Lifetail says, can you do Strava live segments with it? I don't know what Strava live segments are. Please fill me in. Um, You can definitely do Strava segments on it, um, but I don't know what Strava live segments are. I would imagine, yes, because this watch is a very good watch. I'm sure it can manage stuff like that, but I wouldn't like to say categorically yay or nay because I don't know what Strava Live segments are. It can definitely do Strava segments though. All watches all watches can do that. So yeah, tell me what Strava Live segments are and um, now I can Google it for you. You <laughs> can tell I'm not very competitive. Um, so the next thing on the gear review is The 1,000 mile light anklet socks. Now, I've been wearing these because some of, well, because they're really good, but also they're really helpful because they've got a double layer in them. Let me just take this pair, I'm wearing them right now. Um, They're made with 89% recycled materials, which is very commendable, well done 1,000 miles. and um the thing with these socks from a thousand miles is that they they do a double layer socks so that is really useful if you get hot spots in your shoe do you remember what, what I was just talking about with doing the trail running shoe test some of the insoles were kind of lumping and bumping in the wrong place for my foot now one way to get around that and the chafing and the hot spots is to use a double layer sock so I'll just try and show you what I mean by that it's like it's it's two layers in a sock. <laughs> so if I pull out the inside of the sock, it's like two socks in one, but kind of folded together, like meshed together. No real easy way of showing it, I don't think, but can you sort of see that it's sort of like two socks in one? You can't really see that, can you? I don't know how how I will explain it to you, but yeah. So I'm holding the inner sock. This is the inner sock. And then the outer sock is moving independently. So so yeah, it's, it's double layered, can you see there, it's like a tube, tubey sock, so um, hello, Yeah, so these are really comfy. They fit your feet in all the right places. There's this lovely bit of elastic just here. I've been walking on the grass in them. Um, Lovely bit of elastic that just hugs the arch of your foot really nicely. Um, There's a really seamless toe. There's no lumping and bumping at the seams, you know, like around the toe and again inside. There's no seams that are gonna be catching you there. It's all very low profile and lovely and comfy and soft. And did I mention that it's made with 89% recycled materials? And it was in a previous Wild Ginger Running competition. So um, somebody won two pairs or, well, several pairs, I think they won. Um, Oh, I've put grass all over my desk now. Oh dear. Just put that in the bin. Um, Yeah, so these are really awesome. They cost 12 pounds for, I think it's for a pack of two that costs twelve pounds, um, and they're made by a thousand mile socks. And um, yeah, if you've got a hot spot in your shoe and changing your insole hasn't worked, then or the footbed hasn't worked, definitely check out a pair of double layer socks like this one, especially with the recycled materials from thousand miles. Um, the idea with thousand miles is that you can run or walk a thousand miles in them before they die. So. Um, they should get on very well with these Innovate Claw G280s then. This is, this is your graphene grip sock, guys. Um, right, what was the next thing? Next thing, oh yeah, Joss Naylor. Joss, right, let, let me give you an update about Joss. Oh, someone's written a, uh, Uh, Andrea Fluffkitten says um the 245 sounds okay but she's going to stay with her 45 especially since she doesn't need the whole menstrual cycle tracking etc that is no problem i think i don't know if they do the 45 anymore the 55 is what i've seen and yeah the 55 the garmin forerunner 55 is a great um it's a great, just really straightforward watch if, if you don't need the all singing, all dancing features of the 245, um, I really would recommend that because it's probably more like 120, 150 pounds, that one. Okay, right, so the next thing I really want to talk about is just Naylor. So really sadly, at the start of the year, poor Joss Naylor had a stroke and he is recovering. He is still well mentally. He can't walk at the moment. I was just um, messaging um, his good friend Toddy on Instagram uh, just this morning, actually. And he says he's still got um, like difficulties in one leg. He's doing physio and he um, he can't walk um, at the moment properly. So that's a real bummer for Joss because he... If for those who don't know who Joss Naylor is, I should put a link to a film about Joss Naylor just here, one of the interviews that I've done with him. He's, I think he's 86 or 87 now, but in his time, in like the 60s, 70s and 80s, he was the foul runner of the time, like along with Billy Bland, etc., um, Kenny Stewart, all that lot. Um, he um, He, oh, he did like nine... I can't remember the stats now, that's really bad, isn't it? But he just used to win foul race after foul race after foul race, like Borrowdale 10 times, Wasdale 10 times, Langdale 10 times, all this business. Um, And he did, he's very famous for his book. He's written a book about the lakes, mires, and waters of the Lake District. Um, Here it is. Here we are, Um, Lakes, mires, and waters for Lake District. That gives you a picture of him as well. So that was pre-stroke, That's when he was able to get out and about. so he's, he's now he just he just doesn't stop this man um he has designed a range of clothing so there's a t-shirt just here I got this in this is a man's t-shirt yeah. so Steve is going to be testing this one out just see, see the logo there it's nice isn't it I think that's from Wasdale I think it's a view like across Wastwater so that's Um, the t-shirt. It's just a a very basic uh, trail running t-shirt. Nice reasonable prices as well and um, then I have got for me to test out this hoodie which is really nice. Um, It's got a hood with some reflective detail as well um, and it's got uh, thumb loops here and I'll just put it on shall I? It's really comfy to wear um, really nice material and oh, and the hood is nice and roomy as well. So this is the Joss Naylor hoodie, there we go. So I ran in this the other day and this flaps around. So I think this is like a post run hoodie, like I, I don't see myself doing like tons of actual running in this hoodie, um, my arms are quite long so it is, but the thumb loops do come. Uh, just about far enough out, not as far as the Montaigne jacket, but yep, all good there. So I'll just stand up and show you. That's it. It's a nice fit, isn't it? This is like size 12, size medium women's. And then he's done these really nice trousers as well. So they, these are really nice. They are super soft inside. These are medium as well. So can you even see that? It's really soft fabric inside oh and they have pockets with zips on hurrah because if you want to put your phone in a pocket you can zip it up and know that it's safe there zip in the pocket Um, yeah so these are really comfy you wouldn't run in these they're just kind of jogging bottoms Um, oh there's also zips at the bottom as well because they're sort of uh, thin legged so that you open the zip there there you go Um, Yeah, so these are so comfy, I wish it was winter still so that I could wear these all the time, um, but they're just lovely. So if you want to support um, Joss Naylor's favourite charity, then um, I'm just going to check, because he usually sports braise, but just let me check. Um, It's called Ascendancy Apparel. Let me just check um, which charity that it um, supports. Um there we, there we go. Um oh they've got loads more stuff new for summer. Cool. Okay, this is Ascendancy as peril um, and they do the Joss Naylor collection. So ah yes, I'm right. So usually Joss name the support of the Trust, which is um, it's an organisation which helps um, d- children from deprived areas to access the outdoors, and it often just makes them really realise what they can do with themselves in life, and it gives them more confidence, and they can go out and um, it rehabilitates children as well that have been involved with crime. Um, so Joss has been supporting that charity for forever, like ages. So this is his favourite charity, and all the proceeds. Um, the profits from this line of clothing are going to go to the Braithay Trust. Um, it's going to be officially launched um, at, oh, on Saturday the 11th of September at Keswick Mountain Festival. That must have been last uh, like a couple of years ago. Um, yeah, so there's lots, lots and lots of, of different gear uh, from the Joss Naylor Heritage Range. Definitely check it out. It's ascendancyapparel.com slash jossnaylor. So thank you very much for sending me this, guys. Um, and now somebody is saying, have they missed the a thousand mile socks? Yes. Kingsley, you've missed the thousand mile socks. You'll have to rewind. They were good. I showed you my sock on live TV. Okay. I'll just show you again. There it is. Okay. Um, right. So that's just Naylor's new range of clothing. Uh, right now, second to last thing, eco-friendly leggings from Euphoria. So Euphoria is a gym that I go to in Stanford to do circuits, cause we all know, don't we? As runners, we don't do our strength training unless we have to go somewhere and pay for it and be bullied into it by another fitness instructor. So, um, these are the Euphoria Fit leggings. Ta-da! They're so mermaid-like, don't you think? It's like a tiger. Tiger Mermaid. Um, It's really nice. It's got a really nice wide waistband as well. Oh, YouTube will probably ban this video now for showing my bum. It's done that to me in the past before. (laughs) Um, So they're really cool. And the great thing about these leggings is that they're made with this fabric called Reprieve, which is um, recycled. So they use recycled bottles that would otherwise be in landfill. Um, They make a recycled fibre out of it and then they weave it together to make these leggings. And so far, they've recycled 25 billion plastic bottles. Um, And the other really good thing about um, Holly and her gym um, is that she um, also supports um, a charity called Barley Street Mums. Um, So this is about, um, devoted to the welfare and education of women and children who ordinarily scavenge their living from rubbish dumps. So, um... For every bulk order that um, the clothing company that she uses, manufa- the, the manufacturing company that she uses, um, it makes a donation to this female-led charity, Barley Street Mums. So that's just really good. You can feel really good about yourself um, wearing this clothing. So thanks very much to Holly for sending me this. So the leggings, they just feel really good. Like they're they're quite kind of tight. They're quite like like they've got a really nice wide thick waistband which is kind of like Spanx but um but like cool <laughs> and um, they just fit really nicely and um they look really funky as well like I look like a, a running mermaid in these um I'm I need to um wear them down her gym and show her that I have actually been wearing them um they're quite simple. They're quite straightforward. They're, they're just leggings. They don't rub anywhere. They've got um, a diamond gusset as well. So you can really lunge out in them. Um, and they've got uh, various seams, but none of them chafe or anything. So you've got seams just here to make the shape of them. Um, and they they finish just above. Um, they're kind of like, they're kind of not they're not three quarters or anything, but they finish, they're not like super long. They finish just above the ankle. Um, so that's, that's a cool look, I think at the moment. Um, so I don't tend to wear a lot of leggings. I'm a real three quarter fan. So I am looking forward to her doing even more stuff and maybe making some three quarter length leggings as well. The only thing that I find with these leggings that would would make me not wear them as much as my normal ones is that they don't have a pocket. I am always putting my phone in in a pocket here in my normal leggings because if you're just wearing a t-shirt and leggings, you don't have any pockets and I sort of need my phone all the time, (laughs) just addicted to it. So I would just put a pocket in there for a phone, a smartphone um, with a little zip on it. I know that that makes it less comfy if you're doing yoga or something, but you'd take your phone out obviously. And if I'm doing yoga, I move the zip to a fleshy part of the back so it doesn't prod in, or you could just like get a tiny zip or not even a zip, just elastic or Velcro or something. Anyway, those are the leggings okay so thank you very much holly for sending me those uh, very kind of you and looking forward to testing more from euphoria fit um they're on instagram um euphoria at euphoria fit um and if you live in or near stanford then the gym is uh, cherry holt um down cherry holt lane um down the back of that area there and it, there's really good loads of classes on morning and evening um and yeah it's a, a super nice friendly place Cool. Right. The last product I'm going to tell you about, um, I hope it doesn't put off the 85% men who watch this channel. Um, but, uh, it's the moon cup. So, so right. I had a baby last year and I realized I was cloth napping him. I was trying to, I pottied him until he was eight months old and he refused to sit on the potty. So he caught like 90% of his poo in the potty for that first sort of year. Um, and he, he doesn't know what to do now. We'll try again later. Um, so I cloth nappy Finley. Um So I was like, why am I not cloth napping myself? Like when my periods came back at like when he was about nine months old. Um, so that's around October type time. I suddenly thought I need to get involved with this moon cup business. Like I've heard about it before, but I don't entirely trust it. I need to test it out. Will it work for runners? So you've got a choice in moon cups. You've got Moon cup A and Moon Cup B. I'm moon cup A because I'm A over 30 and have had a child um, through a like a natural birth. So um, so i sent me an A, which is a super kind of them, and I will show you what it looks like. Um, I think I kept that bit as well. It looks like this. Um, oh there's that bit I chopped off it. I'm sure I kept that. Oh well. Um, they send you a nice little bag like this. Don't worry, it is sterilised. I've used it twice now, um, for two periods. Um, it looks like this. Um, I would describe this as like a little tulip maybe. I was telling one of my male friends about it and he was like, (laughs) he was laughing at how open I am about such things. I just don't see the point in not like, you know, just deal with it, man. Like this happens. Mm. And, um, so he called it the tulip cup. (laughs) It's a moon cup. Um, and because the moon has long associated been... A long, long been associated with women and and also women's cycles um, and we also howl at the moon uh, every every time it's full um, so it's got an a on it just here and it's got little little gaps little holes in it these are little holes just here it did have a, like a prongy type thing it's made of silicon I'm just going to check the viewing stickers they haven't gone down. Um, I'm sure I kept the prong to to show you, but I had to snip it off because it was very uncomfortable, but that's what you pull it out with. You can just grip it here though and pull it out. So what, what you have to do is you fold it like that. Um, I use some KY jelly to just um, lubricate it a little bit, and then you pop it up and it catches all the blood, um, which is fantastic. It's even got little markers so you can sort of, can you see that little markers so you can, there you go. So you can sort of tell how much is coming out. Only about that much comes out. The great thing is you don't have to change this as often as a tampon and it's not messy like a sanitary towel is. Um, and uh, like yucky, like a sanitary towel is as well. Um, it does make you more intimate with yourself. Like you've got to poke it up and you've got to fish it out. Well, I do. Cause I chop the little, it's little tat little, um, pr- stem off. Um, so yeah, uh, I really like it. I put it in Buxton on my holiday. I had my period. And on the first day, I sometimes get a bit of cramping and stuff. And I wore it. And I didn't put the KY jelly around it. And I don't think I poked it up far enough and I went on a run and it really hurt and I was I was like really put off and I didn't use it the next day and then I was like no come on Claire you've got to do it try it again so I tried it again uh, for the following few days I didn't run um, I walked a lot and I I poked it a bit far up as well Um, as far up as it would go to be honest and and it worked and it was great. It was a real game changer. Because with a kid, like I have to take Finley into the bathroom with me every time I need to go to the loo. And if I'm like trying to, you know, deal with a tampon or something like that, and he's like trying to grab stuff, it's just uh, really annoying. So this you can just keep it in like all day. Just do it in the morning and the night and just tip it out into the loo and then give it a bit of a wash. And then I um, put it in Milton. Um I have Milton because I have a baby anyway, so. Um, I, um, yeah, just put it in Milton at the end and I'll put it in Milton again before I reuse it. So that's really successful. I'm really pleased about that. I told some of my women friends and they were like, oh my God, I could never use a moon cup. But they were like, oh, it's all about the period pants class. So I have got some period pants as well. Um, these are some ones from Waka. I'm just waiting for some to come in from Moody Booty. So I'll be talking about them next time at the end of the show as well. Um, Well, presumably if I've had a period in that time frame. Um, But yeah, I've been really pleased with the Moon Cup. Um, I'm gonna keep on using it. Uh, It seems like a really good option um, for saving the planet. Um, Unless like all the Moon Cups end up in landfill eventually. But you could just have one of these for life, can't you? You're not gonna lose it. (laughs) So um, yeah. Let's read out some comments. Um, let's see how many people we put off by talking about periods. <laughs> um, Kingsley says, "Phone pockets are great." Yes, I agree. Um, I don't like them when they're like down the side, though, of leggings. Or oh, not, not down with that. Um, Kingsley it must be really hard for you, ladies. Massive respect to all you ladies. Thank you. Yes, it is very hard. It's hard being a lady. <laughs> it's like all the stuff happens to us, doesn't it? Like we have to have the babies, we have to have the periods, we have to have the Menopause, but then you guys, you've got to have like the balls, and you know, they hurt when you whack them, etc. You, yeah, there's you know, you can't talk to each other as openly as us ladies can, so you know, there's horses for courses. I like being a woman, and but I couldn't be a woman in any other era because you know, I've been watching Bridgerton and um, like they are feisty, but you know, still was a man's world and kind of still is to some extent, but we just ignore that now, so anyway diversified a little bit there. Um, What do I usually say at the end of the show? Let's have a look at my notes. (laughs) Okay, so that's all the gear that I've been testing recently. Um, If you wanna hear more from me while I am actually asleep, then check out my book, book. The Ultimate Trail Running Handbook, it's got everything in it from what to eat, what to wear, the best races around the world, navigation tips, how to stop injury before it even happens, best cross training, best stretches, and trail running plans from 5K to 50K. It's got everything, y'all. Link is in the film description below or it will be very shortly. yeah, sign up for my race. Come see me on Saturday, the 11th of June, Fotheringhay Castle, which is in, I think, Northamptonshire. We're like on the border of five counties here, so it's always hard to tell which one we're in. Um, and uh, yeah, check out my link, check out my Instagram, I'm um, at wild ginger running on there. And then on Instagram, there's a, you know, the link in the bio business, there's a link tree thing there and it just shows you everything. Like you can get a discount on 18 Noir Ultra Dark Chocolate there. There's a discount code for 20% off if you use my special link on that Linktree thing on Instagram. Um, I'll have to put a link to my races on there as well if you want a last minute entry to my race. Um, the book is on there as well. My latest film's on there. The Manx Mountain Marathon film is on there. If you sign up to me on Patreon, you will get in, um, in uh, automatically entered into the monthly competition and this month is looking very good check out the competition film um to see what prizes are available but usually some kind of super bright head torch loads of nutrition stuff um pairs of socks uh, like clothing stuff like that loads of stuff um yeah so it's, it's been real thanks for watching guys um, the podcast, I'm going to do the podcast version now. So it might even be available tonight. Um, yeah, do chat to me. Like I'm very friendly. So write a comment in the YouTube thing or the podcast thing or, um, write to me on Instagram, comment on my stuff. Um, If you are a patron, I will listen to you, preferentially. So tell me your ideas for the channel. If you want me to cover a certain thing, then let me know. Um, If you want me to stop banging on about a certain thing, then let me know. If if you want me to stop talking about periods, then I won't, so don't say that. Um, But yeah, uh, otherwise, tell me what races you've been doing. Tell me about your life. Tell me everything about your trail running journey. I wanna know. Cool, okay. Thank you guys for watching. And I will see you on the trails. Oh, oh sorry, Maeve has written something. Maeve's written, "Um, all day flow is dependent, but a nice thing you can easily measure your flow with it. And that's how I figured out my anemia cause. Brilliant, that's fantastic Maeve. Um, Yeah, I suppose it does depend on your flow if you can wear one all day. I think I was worried about that. I was worried that it would overflow, but actually I was giving out a lot less blood than I thought. So yeah, that was a bonus. Um, So I'm glad that you figured out your anemia cause. I feel like a lot of women are anemic. I think like if you are tired as a woman, just take, just bite on an iron bar. Like, you know, get some iron into you. Green leafy veg. Okay, everybody, it's been lovely chatting to you. I will see you soon.